are back with another episode of the Ricky Henderson Podcast, the GOAP, Greatest of All Podcast. Your host, Alex Espinoza, and glad to have uh, Jorge Leon and Anson Casanares back on today's podcast. They were here on episode three. Uh, this time we got through without, uh, we had a couple de- technical difficulties, nothing too crazy like last time. So I hope you guys enjoy. It's pretty uh, freewheeling and dealing conversation. Of course, baseball is back. Uh, you know, we talked about the Astros, Joe Kelly, talked about Chris Davis, talked about Chapman and Olsen, how they got to be staying around, how it all tied to the stadium, you know, still talking about Oakland, what the A's can do to really build a grassroots effort here in Oakland. So again, this is the GOAP episode six with Anson Casanaris and Jorge Leon, a couple of diehard Bleacher fans from the A's. You can make sure to follow Jorge at Jorge Leon, J-O-R-G-E-L-E-O-N 17 on Twitter. And then Anson Casanares, A-N-S-O-N-C-A-S-A-N-A-R-E-S on Twitter. And of course, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ricky Blog. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy this one. Let's get to it. All right, and welcome back to another episode with Jorge Leon and Anson Casanares at the Ricky Henderson of Podcast, a.k.a. the GOAP, the greatest of all podcasts. Hey, uh, we, oh. we got to think of a name, dude. This is going to be like a recurring thing. What do you guys think we should call ourselves? We got to think of a name. But I mean, like, I mean, like, just when it's like the three of us, like, BSN, when it's just like the three of us, I know it's like, you don't want to have like a subset of a subset, but like, you know, we got to think of something funny. I was like the bigger three, but no. (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that. I like the huge three, like the ginormous three. (laughs) I like the bigger three, dude. I think that could be it, dude. I think that's it. The orgy. (laughs) <laughs> that's kind of weird. The menage, the menage Jorge. <laughs> I like that one. No, all, right. So, all right, so baseball's but ba- hey, I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. We're with Jorge Leon, Anson Casanares. Uh dude, baseball's back, dude. And uh obviously I think we gotta start off by talking about the whole Joe Kelly the Astros thing. I mean, how much fun was that to watch? And like those faces that Joe Kelly was given, like it's dude, baseball's back, dude. It's great. I mean, until the Marlins, until, you know, and you know, I mean, but for I right think, now, baseball's back. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the, the whole Joe Kelly thing, I feel like if there's one person I want on my team as of right now, who's, who's going to be like, yo, I got y'all. I wasn't, I wasn't on the Dodgers back then, but I got y'all. I want him on my team right now. I don't care about the suspension. Like, that dude rides for his team. I loved it. Oh, yeah. He wasn't even with the part of the team. When the I know, isn't that the funny? He wasn't even on the, the Dodgers point. in 2017. He was still – what is he, on the Cardinals or something? Like, he wasn't even on the team, dude. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, that goes the Red Sox, yeah. <laughs> that goes to show you, though, that, like, players pay attention to this shit. Like, you know, you don't, don't fucking cheat on the game, man. And, like, it doesn't matter if I was on the team or not. You're, you still cheated to get to where you – you know, to get to the promised land and to win it all, you know. That's, it was, like, more of, like, a respect of the you. game, right? It was, like, more of, like, yeah. dude, you, like, disrespected the game, right? It was, like, dude, I don't care. Like, this is, like, from baseball. Like, he was, like, representative of baseball, you know? It was so great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what, uh, I mean, I don't condone, like, going up up, and, uh, up to the head and drilling them. But, I mean, that's what Ralph Manfred uh, did, you know? They're they're paying it back. They're because they didn't get no suspension. So now, 
Joe Kelly throws behind her back, and all of a sudden he gets an eight-game suspension. That's kind of too That's far, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah I mean, they didn't get punished at all. Like the Astros didn't get punished at all. It's crazy. No, dude. they're just, they're just being protected out of out of everything, which is the worst part because you would think that you know, like, okay, I'll two make a suspension or fragment or I don't know. They just I don't feel bad for them. It's it sounds yeah. terrible, but it is what it is. This is what happens when you don't hold people accountable. Okay. I have I'm not protecting people who who cheat when they don't have to cheat. You know. Yeah. And, you know, let's not forget about the Yankees either. The Yankees cheated as well. And I could understand uh, baseball protecting the Yankees. But for some reason, I don't know why they're protecting so much the Astros. Like, I think Manfred thinks he's, like, protecting the game, you know? I think he's, like, thinking, like, dude, like, because once, like, you tarnish a championship, it's like the whole fucking game is thing. But, but I understand what you mean, though, dude. If that was, like, the – or like even like the the Marlins like they just got destroyed by COVID. If that was the Yankees, they would have just shut down the whole fucking league or something. Oh, you know, yeah. So, yeah. If it happened in Oakland, they'd be like, "Eh, it's fine." <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> but isn't that weird? They're talking about playing like seven inning games and stuff now with like the Marlins. Like it's absurd. Like it's just crazy what's happening now. Like Manfred, know, but- all they care about is money, dude. It's pretty apparent. Literally, all they care about is money. Yeah. Like, it's just every know, sport in America. Is it just me or are these games flying by when you watch them? Dude, we're already at 10%. We're already, yeah, and it's like, well, it's like, you know, the playoffs when you're kind of really hanging on every pitch as opposed to like, yeah, oh, it's a normal like June game, like, oh, whatever. Like, I have it in the background. It's like, no, dude, if the game's on, like, I'm watching it. It's like, it's already yeah. the playoff. It's like every, yeah, but, but like, like, as I'm watching, like, like, the pace of the game, it just it just flies by to me personally. I, I, I feel think. the same way too. It's like, dude, it's already the sixth inning now. Like, what's happening? Like, like, yeah, it's really like, crazy. It's like the thing in like an hour or you know, like it's like okay, the game starts at six forty, and then when the game's at like what seven forty-five, oh, we're on top of the seventh. I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. How's this happening? Because I'm at a game. It's like, oh. This yeah, whenever we're at the call, see if it's like a four-hour game. <laughs> do you think? Do, do you think it might have to do with like? Uh, I mean, I think it has to do a little bit something to do with no fans being there, so it's not as. You know how like pitchers sometimes to do take, take their time and like they're yeah. like it's just pure. Everybody's yeah. focused now, like yeah. now everybody's hella focused. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder. That, that's a good hella focus or not? Yeah. yeah. They don't have to do any like in-game entertainment or anything, so they just jump back into it. So they they, you know, they play the the normal like normal pace of game, and then they go to a commercial break and they come back. But there's no, they have to do like a a promo in the stadium or an in-game interview. So they all they do is just play the game and go to commercial break in between innings, and that's it. Yeah, that's literally speeding the game up for me personally. I could be wrong, but that's what I've noticed. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I kind of want to go back to like the whole Joe Kelly thing. Well, don't you think it's weird? Like, because I think the Red Sox were implicated for cheating too, like in 2018. Right. And now the Yankees are coming out, and I think that photo that the Yankees thing. But Joe Kelly played for the Red Sox in 2018, so it's kind of like, dude, like I don't. It's like everybody's like, or not everybody. I think the A. Honestly, I, I I just like maybe I'm biased or whatever. I just I can't see a Bob Melvin team doing that. Like I just can't. I just can't see it happening. You know, but, uh, I mean, I know. But who was, knows? Uh, but like, like, do you guys? Can you guys see the ace cheating? Like, can you guys see the ace cheating? Like, I don't know. Not the players themselves. I could see. I can see. 
like Billy Bean and shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I could see some shicey shit like that from them. I mean, do you remember the whole uh, hidden camera in the players' uh, clubhouse or no players' uh, gym at the at the Coliseum? Well, yeah, somebody got fired for that. Ah, uh, that's right. I guess it's kind of like yeah. It was that was like a strength and conditioning coach like put a camera in there to make sure dudes were doing their workouts right or something he, like that. Right? He took he took the fall, but that was Billy Bean's idea right there. I mean, think about <laughs> that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, some, that's well, some shicey shit. Well, when all this Astro stuff come out, I heard a story about how, like, the A's were in Houston, and Melvin noticed that there was a camera in the A's dugout that was pointed right at, like, the coaching staff, so they, he just put a towel over it just because he's Bowmel. Yeah, know? I remember that. But yeah, then it turned out that, like, dude, they were probably cheating, but. But, like, don't you think it's weird? Like, Joe Kelly, like, did that shit. And, like, the Yankees were hell of outspoken, but now they're implicated, too. Like, Aaron Judge was hell of outspoken, but now it's like, dude. Like, because that, like that photo was against the A's in the wild card. That, that big photo circulating, they found out it was against the A's in the 2018 wild card game, you know? So. Texting. Like, he's, he's in the, um, the batter's eye, and he's, he's texting someone, and then some dude behind him's filming. That it's like, talking about? Well, basically, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some some photo came out, and you can some see some fun, dude yeah. with like a hella nice camera with a crazy lens is sitting out in center field, and yep. like on his viewfinder, you zoom in, and it's like a it's like an A's catcher and uh, and a fucking Yankees hitter up to bat, and yes, yeah, so yeah, I forgot who posted. Been, so I, I forget who posted, but it just came out the past few days. So it's like it's all I know that the A's weren't out of that game for a, a few innings. So I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm 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 not surprised. Yeah, it's just and let's be like, let's be, yeah. Okay, first of all, let's be real. Do you really at that time? Do you really need to cheat to get out over uh, Liam Hendricks pitching at the opener? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's how I'm weak they are for doing that. Yeah, I just it it just sucks. Like, dude, yeah. Well, it just sucks. Like those, especially the Astros, like. They're just hella talented. Like they're like they don't need to cheat, dude. dude like they don't need like Bregman team. and Correa, like Springer. You know, all these dudes are freaks. Like they don't need to cheat. You know exactly. That's why I'm so I hate them so much because even if they would have just won five in a row without cheating, I'm like, okay, I respect you. Like you did it the right way, but you didn't have to do this. You're stacked. Yeah, from top to bottom with offensive. Yeah. Because now you don't know. Now you don't know if they didn't cheat that game or they did. And it's just like that whole season is just fucked. You know, it's just the whole season. I hate him so much. Oh, I guess this guy, uh, Michael Schwab, whatever his name is. Michael Schwab. Oh, yeah, and that's the guy who dropped it. And then, like, supposedly some guy from Barstool, Jared Carabas, he's like, oh, I had this video too, but I couldn't corroborate it. So I guess it's, like, been floating around, you know. Oh, okay. Like, they don't have enough evidence. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like John Boy. Dude, the John Boy breakdown. Dude, the John Boy breakdown of the Joe Kelly thing is like, it's like like already in the Hall of Fame, dude. It's so funny. Like like that one and like the the, the Mets one where he's like, your ass is in the jackpot. That's like when I first heard of John Boy, I think it was a couple years ago. Was it your ass is in the jackpot? But dude, he kills it. He's the best, dude. John Boy is the fucking best, dude. That was hella funny, man. What do you think about the A's, though? I mean, I, when, when I think about this opening homestand, I think about uh, Olsen's Grand Slam, but it's also, like, 
But now, like the the, I know it's only two games, but the the two games they lost to the Rockies is also in the mind. So, like, yeah. I, like, like I I think it's the I think right now it's like the batting. I obviously we're six games into a sixty game season. It's time to overreact, but like, I, I think I think it's the the offense is what you have to be concerned about so far is what I think. I'm worried about Chris Davis. Davis. Yeah, Chris Davis. What you were saying, it's Chris it's, Davis. It's it's not that like he's just struggling. It's he doesn't look like he's confident or trying. It's just it's weird. He's like not mentally there, dude. It's like this. No, weird, I, I feel it's like a weird like two year, three year slump. Like he's still in the same slump he's been in. It's like a. I'm worried about his like career at this Weird. point. Like, dude, is he gonna be able to turn this shit around? Kind of a thing at this point, you know? It's kind of crazy. A pivotal if year is, for him, regardless. Me or or yeah. he looked like he lost muscle. Like he lost, he got skinnier. Well, I remember you said that last time we talked. You're like, dude, yo, Chris Davis gonna hit for a hella high average because he's got skinny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that, I yeah. wish I was right. Fuck, I wish I was. Right. Yeah, but he looked. His, I yeah, don't know. Know. I'm going to pull up his contract because I, I forget when he signed that extension and like how next was year it? I think it's his last year. Yeah. So this year he's making 16.8 next year he's making 16.8 million. Good for him. But on the field, however, it's yeah. a different story. I mean, I think it's about fair. I mean, I think that's like you give him this year and then if he still sucks next year, like, all right, he's going to ride out. He's just going to get paid next year or get cut or something. But it's like, this is the year. I feel like this is – unfortunately, it's only 60 games, but, dude, this is it, dude. Like, this is I mean, it's it's not just him, but as an ace fan. Exactly. I was like – I was about to say that too. guy. Like – No, I think the, the entire offense kind of needs to get going, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not just him, but watching the game today, base is loaded. Okay, Robert Grossman, where are you at? You're the hottest hitter in the game. Where are you at? Yeah. You gotta get at least run in or yeah. There was a couple of missed opportunities. I mean, I think they had bases loaded. Well, he had, outs. He had I mean, two hits tough. today. He did. Gross. He did. Guy. Dude, but, honestly, I, I understand Gross. I used to like uh, just I, for no reason like hate on Grossman just because he's not a flashy player. But uh, <laughs> but now I understand like I like he's a Bowmel kind of grinder like you know like get abs like do his work kind of guy you know. So I respect Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Grossman knows what's going on. <laughs> and he, he plays with some sort of intensity, too. So, he's cool. I, yeah. I like him. I, no, yeah, for sure. I, just, I, I remember He's not flashy, though, you know? Like, yeah, he's, yeah. He ain't flashy at all. Yeah. But, yeah, that's baseball, though, you know? Like, I, I like flashy. That's why I love Ramon so much, because Ramon's so flashy, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you got to have – I mean, in Oakland, you got to have some flashiness, man. You, got, you can't have <laughs> – you can't be having no born ass white dudes all the time. You know what I mean? So, the A's yeah, always have the whitest. The A's always. I, this team, I feel like this team's a little different, but historically, the A's have been a pretty fucking white franchise, like a very white team. Like, Bro. I remember when T Long yeah. was playing there, I think he was like the black dude on the team. It was like 24 white mm-hmm. dudes and Terrence Long mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, I remember I got hella excited when Billy McMillan was on the team. I was like, oh, we got some black representation. Let's go. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, who? Billy McMillan. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. him. He had like a walk a walk off against the Rays or something like that. I, I almost bought his jersey at FanFest because he was black, and it was only twenty bucks. But it is what it is. But yeah, you you are right. Like ironically, the A's have been a very white organization. <laughs> 
But in what, the what, Billy Bean era. You got to remember, in the Billy true. Bean era. Yeah, true. it's like I, in the, yeah, like historically. You not know, in the 70s or 80s. Yeah. yeah. But but I think, I, I wonder if that kind of falls in with their whole, like, Moneyball analytics nerd. I, I, I don't I don't know. It's just like, oh, this guy gets walks. Oh, that's what we want. <laughs> I, no I, I mean, I, the way I see it, I see it in a way different out-of-box type of thing like I I think that they're exploiting the labor in the Dominican Republic uh and the Latin uh, American communities and then and then you obviously you have what's going on in MLB right now is that they don't do anything to to want kids to play this game in the in the urban cities or whatever wherever they play in you know what I mean so, so I are you just talking about the lack of black players in baseball in general or in what? general like, yeah. in general in yeah. general yeah that's what and I was curious too so. because like if you hear like stories about like the Oakland Little League historically like dude like I think obviously like Stu and like Ricky are like products and like Jimmy Rollins and stuff like what? I don't know like like didn't like like I, I feel like Oakland Little Leagues used to be a thing I don't know I don't know how it is now but I've the, the last I heard is like, you know, numbers are dwindling. It's just like baseball is just not an urban, it's just not like a city sport, you know? Well, be. no, it's, it's just so expensive to play. I mean, I remember, and, and even then, the, the, the baseball little league uh, thing, it's, it's still a thing. It's just that they separate the flatlands with the, with the hills. So the kids it's like the North Oakland and South land. Oakland. So the North Oakland leagues hella nice, but then like the South Oakland exactly, leagues, dude, like, I, all I, like whatever. Yeah, you, man, all this shit is systemic. Like what we're talking about from from I don't know. One likes to get into politics, but sports is politics too. Hey, twenty twenty, bro. It's twenty twenty, bro. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, when I played literally when I played games at at, at uh, Montclair, it was not a lot of black people. That was a bar, by the way. But yeah, like I, I grew up off off of Fruitvale, in the park that I played at, was like predominantly Mexicans, Blacks, Asians, white people. But you know, when you go to places like like the league, people, when you go to play your your Sundays or Saturdays on the league, it's like, oh wow, <laughs> yeah, it's a it, whole different group of people here. <laughs> yeah. it, it is what it is, though. I mean, unfortunately, pay those league fees and those uniform fees. You know, yeah, I mean, like. I mean, it's expensive. You got to pay for yeah. pants, jerseys, bats, gloves. Adds up. Like, because, you know, basketball, all you do is a basketball and a hoop. And that's, exactly. that's literally all you need, you know? You so, your shirts and you're good. It, Bring yeah. your talent. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I still think that it's more of a uh, – of a uh, white person I want to have this sport to ourselves type of thing because if you think about it you don't really need a pant like some fucking pants to play the game but you still need like a gl- I think it's more like a I think it's more like a people thing like you need hella pe- like you need or not hella people but you probably need to even like have a sandlot game you need to have like 10 people or some shit but like for basketball, it's like you need like what two people you play one on one and have a good game you know it's like it's like a, yeah well, well, okay. There's a lot of problems that soccer. face baseball. Like, yeah. If you take yeah. soccer, for example, right? Yeah. For example, you, you got 11 players, 11 on 11. Um, in America, it's so hard to play. It I want to talk about so the roots, by the way. I want to talk about the roots again. That's oh, we thing. will. While we we're will. talking about this, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write some questions. No, but, yeah. So what I'm getting at is that soccer, 
we monetize everything in America, and that's why it's so hard to play even soccer out here, and that's why it's so expensive. I, I just think it's an American thing that it's so hard to do this thing because in, you know, if you go to Latin American countries, you see kids playing baseball. They don't need $100 shoes. They don't need all this clothes and all that shit to play. I think it's just it's a, it's a mindset out here that we just have to, like, get over it or but gloves are expensive i mean a bat is expensive dude like that shit costs money dude like that shit like if you're a kid like you don't have like 60 or 70 80 dollars to buy a glove or whatever the fuck it is like or a bat like 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 you could get maybe 20 30 dollars together for a basketball but i don't know about like 60 70 dollars for a glove like it's hard like it's just like man where are you buying your gloves at or i don't know (laughs) i'm just trying to think like i'm just trying to think you go play against sports i'm sure you get some cheap ass shit but like you know like um i don't I, i just feel like there's more challenges like logistically just the way that the game is set up and uh and like i i don't know like i and also it's just like I love baseball, I always gonna love baseball, but dude, basketball is more entertaining to watch, dude. Like it just is, you know. Like I don't know. The nonstop action aspect of it, or I mean, this is like an eternal question of how do you keep growing baseball? I know it's just like a thing, but I don't know. But I, but but I mean, Jorge, I remember. I want to go back to the roots. I remember there was one day I was kind of walking past that Oakland Tech, uh, that field behind Oakland Tech, their baseball field. And I was uh-huh. like, what the hell, Jorge? What are you doing out here? And there was like a game for undocumented. The Oakland Roots were putting on a soccer game for undocumented kids. And like, yeah, it's uh, called, uh, well, they, they, were, they teamed up with, uh, with Soccer Without Borders. It's a nonprofit organization that's, yeah. you know, worldwide. It's actually pretty damn tired what they do. And uh, so the, they actually put on the, the show. And then the Roots were actually, they, they bought sponsorships to, that actual tournament and uh that's why we were there and they do a lot of great work man it's pretty tight because uh they show they were showcasing the women's world cup and mm-hmm. we're doing a lot a lot of commercials with them and all that and they do some pretty neat stuff and then actually two i, I want to say two players i i don't know for sure but there's two players that came from the soccer without borders that are playing for the roots now so that's a pretty cool story that's cool no way. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the names by chance or no? Uh, I forget his name. I, I'm, I chopped his name pretty bad because he has a <laughs> whatever. He has a Jorge type of name, you know. <laughs> you know how some people can't pronounce Jorge. So I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna miss But that's cool. I mean names. it's just like I I'm just thinking of like ways that like it's some grassroots efforts, like what can the A's do to grow this game? I know they do like the RBI. I know there's the MLB RBI program or whatever, but like, like what what's like tangible things? Like it's like a hard problem to solve, but what's like a tangible thing the A's could do? You guys think to like to, to like grow, grow baseball in Oakland? Yeah, grow like just, grow Oakland leagues again, or like just what, what organically be, be involved in the community. How I long think. you got for this? <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is a whole episode. We can go on. For no, like, let's talk about. It. I mean, what else? I got nothing well, else to do. I'm quarantined. See, <laughs> first of all, it it comes oh, real down quick. to actually. My bad. My bad yeah, what's real the guy? Quick, Give the guy a shout out. His name is Johannes Harris. He's a midfielder. Oh, that's not like Jorge. Right. That's like yeah, German. No, I, I hope I said that right. Johannes <laughs> Harris. Yeah. <laughs> No, but but I mean, as far as like uh, back to the A's, like growing the game in Oakland, I guess. And what 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 were you what were you saying? Like, 
my number one thing is this. You have to keep a, a winning team together. Even if they don't necessarily win a championship, you have to establish a team that represents Oakland and that people can go to games and say, we're going to watch this team play for three to four years. So like side Matt Chapman, you like sack, yeah, like sack think, up and sign Matt Chapman, basically. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. just, Sign not, not just one person, but if you have a core, you need a core. For example, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so people know who they're gonna watch every day when they, even the casual fan and the diehard fan. Also, it's more of just being involved in the community and knowing about Oakland as a city and history and the culture and just embrace it, and not caring what Major League. Major League Baseball has to say about, like, oh, like, why are you so pro-black? Like, no, this is what Oakland is, so we're, we're going to do it. It's little yeah. things like that I feel that Oakland will embrace because Oakland's a city where you're not – they will embrace you as long as you embrace them. It's like it goes hand in hand. If you're not pro-Oakland, then they're like, okay, get out of here. Like, well, you know, I just say the word Chapman, and I see Jorge stewing over there, dude. What do you think, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Well, like Chad, yeah, like I mean, I like I obviously he's like generational talent, but he's like represented by Scott Boris. He's trying to get paid, but he can't get paid for three more years. How do you guys approach that? Like, what do you guys think about the whole Chapman? I, I remember last time I was just I'm just fucking around because I know last in, last uh, episode we so, said yeah. you know he Chapman said something about the drummers or whatever, but like or like the noise at the Coliseum, but like. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think they should sack up and throw him like two hundred million dollars or whatever? It'll. What like, do you think, George? Uh, I put you I on the spot, bro. <laughs> pay the man. It ain't my money. Pay him what what he did what yeah. he deserves to be making. Pay the man. Yeah. When your your whole point of owning a team is to shell out the money and win a World Series ring. This is supposed yeah. to be your hobby. Now, as far as the Chapman person goes and and the fan thing, I think it's a whole different uh, uh, subject or it's a whole different yeah, yeah. Uh, topic because uh, to me it just goes to show the difference between a, a baseball player and a fan and the passion that we have. Or like a show. soccer player, for example, like you were saying. Exactly. Right? Like, or, like, or, yeah, yeah. or hell, Chris, Chris Bassett. I noticed that he plays a lot of uh, soccer when, when uh, he's – He's out there at the Coliseum. And he was the first one to say, you know, it's kind of weird playing without fans. And he he misses the fans and all that. So, I don't know if it has to do with being a soccer fan. <laughs> you're, you're all about the soccer. I'm just saying that it's That's just that, that they notice it more and they, 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 they want to do it for the fans as yeah. far as like, that goes. It's the 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 whole Chapman thing is all about me 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 like you know like yeah, pay yeah me, I, I think I think it's what's so. happening it's like Chapman is like twenty seven he's in his prime and he's realizing he's getting paid like oh man it's time yeah. to upgrade boys I I just got the pop up saying we need to upgrade we only got a ten minutes left on this bad boy oh shit <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll them I'll, I got five on it I'll them <laughs> I might have to make a second we might get cut off in a few and then I'm gonna have to spark up another for uh for for round two of this bad boy uh yeah <laughs> but no, uh, but but I mean about chat. Yeah, you'll be like Chapman and his contract. Like, I don't know. I, I think, like, like it, honestly, if ownership signs Chapman and Olsen, 
like, dude, that would be a great investment. I think it'll just the whole region will just rally. Like, oh my god, the A's are actually investing yes, in their team. You know, it's like it would just like, stoke you, an entire excitement around the team. You know, it'd be like, once you actually make put your money where your mouth is, if you extend them, the culture will change, and then people will actually take the team seriously, and you'll get people yeah. more invested. In, oh, I'm actually go go to more games and. Yeah, I, I think it will be – it's like an investment. Like, yes, it's an investment in a player, but it's also kind of an investment in the fans too. It's like, dude, like I, I think people won't be hesitant to – you know, like you'll sell more jerseys. Like you'll just – I don't know, just be like, holy shit, like I can actually root for this team and not have to worry about Chapman leaving. Because you know, you already know Bean's thinking about how much can I get from him this winter or next winter. Like it's, it's, like, already, it's already – he's already thinking about it. Like he has to be. You know? It pains me to say this, but the last authentic player jersey that I bought that was currently on the team was Nick Swisher. And then you got like what, 2006, like, 2005, 2006, something like that? I was like, never again will I ever do this until they literally stick with a winning team and extend a player to a huge deal and, the, and then it works out for the team in the long run. Yeah, has that, I mean, I feel like they, they offered the, you know, they got Chavez, but since, honestly, since Eric Chavez, they haven't signed, like, a six-year deal, like, since, what, 2003? Yeah, but I'm trying to think, not, like. I'm talking about, like, like a, like a player. Who looks like, no, I'm trying to think, like, dude, that's, like, 14 or 15 years. So that's a really long time to not sign a player to a, a longer than a four-year yeah. deal, you know? like And it's incredible that we were so happy when they signed Chris Davis to a three-year extension. A two-year deal. Like, I think – Or, or yeah, two like years. A, yeah, it was like a two-year deal. I mean, it's like multiple <laughs> years. The life like, of an ace fan. That's the life of like an ace fan. A basic like, deal to any other fan base. Like, uh, I mean, it makes sense. I, I've had this theory of uh, there's like A's years in baseball. It's like, you know, there's dog years. It's like there's like A's years, you know? It's like every year it's like actually like three. So, if like – you see a player for two years, like, dude, I see this player for like six seasons. This guy's a fucking part of the team now. It's like Chad Pinder's like an OG at this point, you know? It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Bruh, for real, it's so true. <laughs> there's like A's years. There's like legit, there's like A's years. Um, I don't know. Yeah, man. And it's, if they sign, let's just say, in, in a hypothetical world, if they sign Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, and Marcus Simeon. That's like five hundred billion dollars, right dude. But you know, John That's, Fisher is not about to shell out five hundred billion dollars unless I'm Kanye gonna tell keeps you, making man. that money. I don't know. He's like, it's like two paintings right there. I can't do this. Yeah, dude. But like, <laughs> I, I think like if he if he gets Chapman and Olsen, like, like that should like that'd be great. But anything else, I don't know. If he gets one guy, that'd be great. You know, but I just don't. I just don't Alex. see it. I just don't see it happening, bro. I, I just it it's not your money. I know, don't worry but. About it. I know, but <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't care. Obviously, I, if it was me, they would be getting paid. Like you know, like they'd be at a new stadium. <laughs> if you could pick like two out of three, or whatever combination it is to keep some sort of core together, who would you take? All right, let's let's play this game. Let's play this game. Alex, you go first. I, I think it starts with Chapman and Olsen, dude. I th- I just think it starts with Chapman and Olsen. And if Wait, I was, so if I was gonna pick a pitcher, four? he's not even there yet, Jesus. But right now, uh, just throw some money at Frankie to keep him happy or something. I don't know. I don't know. If I had to pick a core, and then but honestly, as far as hitters go, it's 
Yeah, I mean Simeon, but like also, yeah, yeah, Simeon, I guess. But I wouldn't throw like a seven-year deal at him. I maybe throw him like a three or four-year deal. Mm-hmm. But like Chapman and Olsen, dude, give him seven years. Let's give him like, give him ten years. Give him whatever the fuck they want. Like give them what, keep them in yeah. their uniform. Like dude, give, give they're so team. good at both things, dude. They're, yeah, they're really good at offense and defense. They they won't give any problems like on off the field like dude sign these guys they're both named Matt they're marketable <laughs> I mean it's the Mets the Mets, the yeah. Mets dude the, the Mets. Mets it's like a thing they don't even take advantage like the Mets should everybody should know about the Mets like if they were in New York everybody if they were playing for the Yankees everybody would be all over them it's crazy or, yeah. they're Mets. so good like, dude the Mets. come yeah. on yeah, and they're both named Matt. They're both. You know like how. A, you know how. Yeah, if they play for the New York Mets, the New York yeah. Mets. <laughs> Instead of the Mets. I'd be like the best thing since Matt Barnes. I, you know, <laughs> dude. I, <laughs> I mean, like something. Like I don't know, dude. Like they should be huge, dude. They're so good at both. Like you know, it's like, it's, it's really weird. Like there's so many. It's just I, I understand Oakland's a small thing, whatever, whatever. But like. I don't believe – like, they should be huge, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Realistically, I think if they were going to do anything, it would be Simeon and Olsen. But what I want yeah, is I don't think they got Chapman Olsen. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they have the money. I think Chapman is already thinking about just – he's literally already said, like, can't wait to get out until I get to free agency. Like, he's already said that. So. He, yeah, he said what, – what, what did he Olsen exactly did, like, say? Backtrack. backtrack. Yeah, let me see if I can pull up his that quote. I don't want to, but he said something to the fact of every player looks forward to the free agency, which I think is true. So there's nothing wrong with that. But it's also kind of like it's the expand <laughs> mindset. They're like, oh god, he's gone. He's so it, it, it's different than a player saying, oh, I want to stay in Oakland for the rest of my career. He was like, um, you know, let me see if I can find this, but. He wasn't doing a Josh Donaldson where he Josh I mean, Donaldson's like, this is my city. Every time I come here, it's my city. I love JD, man. <laughs> isn't that – dude, I feel like that's the one trade. Yeah, like I, I personally always get hung up on the whole Lester Cespedes thing because I feel like he just – he thought that like Johnny Gomes could be Cespedes or something, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, but I feel like the Donaldson trade does not get as near as much scrutiny as it should. Well, he, he would have Dude, he but traded away the MVP. He literally won the MVP the next year. The like, year after? Yeah, I'm pretty – I'm like, okay. Like. <laughs> yeah, like he traded away the MVP. Like, and he was, like, getting paid, like, you know, not a lot of money. Like, he was uh, – worst look that I've had. Is he was under control. He was yeah, under control for I, I think for the next couple years, of years. Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. dude. It's like – you got Kendall Graveman, Huberto, um, and uh, some hitter, right? Or Brett Laurie. Yeah, Brett Laurie, yeah. That dude. Bruh. Like, bruh. What? Uh, Donaldson's still, like, decent, right? Donaldson's still, yeah, like, he's still like, I still Reagan, for right? that motherfucker, man. I'm, I'll, I love I'll, it. I'll, he, like, pimped his dingers and stuff. I love Donaldson, man. He, like, he was hard as fuck, dude. He was great. Yeah. yeah. He's the type of player where, like, if, if I own the A's in like ten years from now, I still like bring him out of retirement. Like, okay, you gonna you Dude, gonna he, play for the A's for one more I just year? Up his, shit. He had thirty-seven dingers and ninety-four ribbies last year. Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. yeah he got MVP votes. Yeah, Donaldson's still raking, dude. Yeah, he's awesome. for the Braves, right? 
Yeah, for the well, now he's no. on the Twins. He signed a yeah, he signed a, yeah, he signed a deal with the Twins. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to pull up Matt Chapman's quote, but now it's making me sign into. I'm trying Eric to sign into. I'm trying to sign into the Mercury News here, or whatever. And now I got a. I do have a subscription, but now I can't find it. <laughs> so wait, we were pay, we're picking our three players that we would sign or four. Yes, so basically your core, like your, uh, also do. We're about to get booted, guys. Oh shit, we're about to get booted. Here, I'm gonna send yeah. you guys another one, and we'll get back to take a co- quick commercial break here on the Ricky Henderson of podcast. Shout to our by Wild Turkey. Brought to you by Wild Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll send you guys another link real quick, like real quick. All right, so what are we talking about? Like the the core A's you guys want to – I I, um, I would go with Olsen and Simeon. Yeah. Realistic. Olsen and Simeon, yeah. Yeah, Olsen and Simeon, realistic. And then hypothetical, I'd go with, with Olsen, Chapman, Simeon, and Ramon Laureano. Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, Loriano, yeah, Loriano, actually, yeah, that's the guy. That, that's, that's, like, gonna, that's a good one. That's okay, a good one. I mentioned outfield because I feel that Ramon is the fan favorite. Out of, I mean, everyone loves Olsen and, and Chappie, but Ramon is that grinder. Yeah. I think and also, re- yeah, and I don't think he has a big head. Like, uh, you know, people talk about a hometown discount, like, I don't know. It, it'll be much easier to negotiate with Ramon than Matt Chapman, you know, like, you know, 100%. And, I agree. And, and it's like, you know, like their next contracts are probably going to be astronomically different, probably like a hundred million dollars off. But like in terms of production, dude, like if, if you can get Ramon for 50 million or Chapman for 200 million, dude, I'll take Ramon for, I'll take four Ramones for 50 million every time, you know, it's like, exactly. and he hits, I mean, you know, he's going to hit, you know, he's going to skate a little, He's gonna go through a hitting streak any minute, man. I'm telling you, if he if he didn't already, what is he at right now? He's, he's doing all right. To... I feel like he started off. I I think like Ramon honestly is like doing all right. I feel like the past couple of days he kind of cooled off, but the Angel series. Yeah, he's he was, he was, he looked like the MVP yeah, he, of the. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Ramon's Ramon's been kind of killing it. Yeah, I was gonna say Ramon definitely started off hot. Yeah, but like yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else, like the bullpen too. I I know Liam had a little stumble there, but I think he he'll be fine. I think he's like the guy, like he kind of is the guy at the in the bullpen. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Petit is still there. Petit's gonna be pitching till like 2076 yeah, or something. I like. would I would pick Petit because <laughs> that dude is rock solid. Or yeah, yeah I mean. I don't know if they really – it's hard to put a throw a lot of money on pitchers, you know? Like, Frankie no. has to get through, like, this year and next year, and then you can start thinking about it, I would think. You know, It's like, crazy because bullpen pitchers are, like, how running backs in the NFL are. Like, you're you're kind of expendable, but you're valuable at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I, I don't think you I don't think you throw a bullpen? lot of money at – yeah. But I'm yeah. just talking about, I guess, like, right now, like, how the team is playing right now. How, how do yeah. you think Hendricks is doing? Like, do you think he is the guy? Like, do you think he is, I like, like, him. like... I do like him. You trust him in the ninth? I mean, that's pretty much all that. He like, like he is the closer. Like, I think he, he is, like, the guy. You know? I really like him, though. But he does get rattled. Like, what was it? On um, opening night, he got that... He yeah. had a, a bad call, and he gave a home run. I'm like, okay. But yeah. it is what... It, <sighs> Yeah, but you know, you know what you need, dude. You need there's always close. emotional closers. Like, yeah, you need that emotion, baby. You need to be yeah. a freak no, to be in the ninth inning. 
you need a closer that has that's ice cold. That like, like Anson said, you know, Liam, he like didn't get that call. He he didn't get that that call. So what he does? What does he do next? He kind of just lobs one in to try and see if that's gonna get a call strike. And then it's it's hit for a home run. I think you need a guy that's like, you know what? I'll I'll do the same thing again. And and fuck it, call it if you call it if you call it. Don't call it, whatever. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pound that inside pitch because then that's what it's all about. Being the closer is just yeah. pounding the inside pitch and getting the edge of that plate. I hate they selling like an old timer, but those closes are hard to find these days. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is true. Yeah, I feel like the boys miss well. And what about like so like uh, I'm trying to think like the starting pitching too. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head like. Well, you got Lusardo, you got Fires, you got. Uh... Dude, speaking of Fires, check what I check what just came in the mail today, dude. I got one of these bad boys. I got one of the. What? I got one of the things, Bruh. dude. I got one of the. Uh... <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna uh, start the, I was gonna start the Zoom call like this, but I forgot. I was too, uh, I was too drunk. I had. Where'd a, you get it from? I had too many course lights. I got the, I got it from the guy who, who did it. I got a. So I got the Mike Fires uh, Gator, I guess is what they're called, what like the face mask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know it's like, it's I called, also the guy. It is called, here, let me pull up the receipt, it's Buy College Tees. So shout out to Buy College Tees for doing the official Mike Fires uh, net gator. Gator. It's got his little, like, cattail, uh, got his little cattail beard or whatever he had last year. I mean, that was hella funny, dude. That's that's what's funny about baseball. It's like there's time for weird shit like that, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It's great. I was this close to doing that, but I was like, I got to go to work and I got to be professional. I can't grow yeah. up so naturally. I can yeah, I can't. Just... I don't. I can't even do uh, – like this is the most I can get. This is like the bushiest I've ever been, this little <laughs> dirty mustache, whatever I got. <laughs> this little dirty lip here. <laughs> you, look, you look like Fredo from Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's coming in, dude. That thing's so bushy, dude. What are you talking about? That thing is bushy <laughs> as hell. No. <laughs> you got that Uncle Rico style right now. Uh, I didn't have. A, I never had a mustache before uh, quarantine, but you know, whatever. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Uh, hey, dude, the Giants just fucking just, just won it. I look at both of you guys just turn your head. Uh, you guys just both turn your guys' heads. Are you guys looking at the game right now? Well, shit, they were down 6-2. The Giants were down 6-2 and they just came back and won. Yeah, yeah. well, they, I, I don't know who, who hit a home run to tie it and then they just walked it off just now. But I I saw it, like, in the corner of my a eyes. A dinger? All right, I got to pull this yeah. shit up. Hey, fucking Bleacher, uh, what's his name? Dave, that's the one that I, I fucking hate. Or not hate. <laughs> not work. I don't like that dude, but he's like a ball hawk. He oh, Bleacher he Dave? Jumped, he just jumped into the water and grabbed the ball. Oh, wow. Oh, the Giants. I, I feel like the Giants should be celebrating. I'm looking at the Giants' dugout. They're not even celebrating that big right now. They did celebrate. Right. Oh, here we go. I just missed it. Okay, here we go. They put their mask on, though. I'm too. pulling it up. Oh, here it comes. Here comes the bitch. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, dude, he just dropped his bat. He knew it, too. Oh, yeah. Man. That's a horrible loss for the podcast. Bleacher Dave. Oh, that's that's hella funny. He was in – yeah, that's hella funny. He was in his sweatshirt that says Dave, and then he just fell out of his kayak getting that ball. (laughs) 
<laughs> he didn't even get the ball. Oh, somebody else got the ball. Oh, poor guy. Oh, wait. He didn't? That? I don't know. Let I thought see. he did. I thought he did. Was that him? Oh, no, that was him. No, he got the ball. Okay, good for him. <laughs> I don't know, but he jumped into that nasty ass water. He ain't got to be worried about the road at all. And he's worth it, dude. Or he's he's ready for it. That's what he's all about. <laughs> That's literally why he's there. <laughs> Let's just wrap it up with the. Uh, all right, so the A's are three and three. Whatever, we'll see what happens. But I, I'm curious, what do you guys think about the? If you could, do you think it's realistic that Howard Terminal gets done, or do you think that they should just? I don't want to say take the easy way out or just just do it at the Coliseum. Like, what do you guys? What do you guys think is the best? What do you guys think is going to happen? What do you guys think is the best? Like, I don't know. Let's have this conversation. I know this is a whole fucking deal. But yeah. Jorge's like, oh, let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> How much time you got? How much time? I guess, I don't know. Let's whatever until Zoom boots us off again. I don't know. <laughs> I am I am pro power terminal all day. I, I think that's the best spot. But, like, realistically, do you guys think it can happen, man? Do you guys think it can happen? I don't. Like, I know they, they haven't even done the environmental report. Like, do you guys think it can happen or what? Yeah. Just, the the EIR is just uh, on hold right now with the whole COVID-19 thing. But it's sitting in the mayor's office right now. All you got to do is just, all you gotta do is just ask your city council members to to release it, and that's it. And then they get it gets voted on, and then they move on. Um, but but it's, it's not like realistic. that. It's not like a past thing. Isn't it more of like, dude, this is like unsafe. It's like it's like not like a. Isn't it more like of a like, dude, this is gonna like fuck shit up kind of a thing, or like, isn't it like there's toxic no, waste to, in the ground? Like, no, it's to prove that there's that that they can remediate any if there is any toxic waste. Uh, it, it just proves that like this is the, an environmental. It's what it is, environmental impact report. So it'll talk about, uh, you know, transportation. It'll talk about uh, weather. It'll talk about uh, soil, water. Like traffic, like all that shit. Like how it'll yeah. affect the, it just like how it'll affect the city if this happens kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Even economically, uh, all that. So all that is going to be included in that report. And they've already done all their studies. Um but, but they, doesn't it always get to this point and then like the report comes out and they're like this not a viable site like isn't this the, isn't i feel like we always get to this point and they're like nah it's not a viable site like what's going to change this is, a, this is the first time it's ever gone to this point in oakland uh the only times that it has gone this Absolutely. far is like in, i think it was in fremont and then san jose uh but this is the first time that an er has been developed for for a site in oakland other than the Coliseum, because the Coliseum, you can use that. You can use the EIR from back in the 60s for the EIR if you want. If you wanted to do a, a revised EIR, you could do one now for the Coliseum, but you would only have to edit it a couple pages and all that stuff. And then yeah. just kind of. It'd be like the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. So that's, I think it's very realistic. I really don't think the Coliseum is not an easy way out, which, you know, some people call it. I think it's a damn if you do, damn if you don't type of situation for the A's. Um, you know, because we have a lot of opposition going. Not a lot, actually. Just just the Truckers Association and the, long, the longshoremen at the port claiming that it'd be bad for... You mean opposition for Howard Terminal is what you're saying? Opposition correct. Opposition for Howard Terminal. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have the East. So, so what groups is that? Line. Yeah, what groups like are against? Like who? Who's? I guess who's who's mounting the fight? Like who's who's impeding the A's from getting the Howard Terminal right now? I guess. Right. I love how you're hella into this shit. I love how you're hella. In, of course, you're hella into this, dude. Yeah. Of course, man. Come on, man. This is like this is my world. Yeah. This is like this is your this is Jorge's this is of fighting for him. This is Jorge's. Yeah, this is Jorge's. Yeah. Jorge Leon Stadium. <laughs> I wrote a paper on this in high school, bro. That's how long the A's have been trying to leave. Oh, where'd you go to high school? What's your mascot, bro? Uh, the Falcons, baby. Shout Falcons. out Falcons, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, no, so yeah, you got the you got the Truckers Association and you got the Longshoremen. I forget what union it is, but that's yeah. that's the ones that are opposing the building in Howard Terminal. Um, a few, if any, actual uh, residents from West Oakland oppose it. Um, oh, Schnitzer Steel is a huge one that opposes it, obviously, because now they're going to be scrutinized a little bit more just because of all the pollution that they produce on a daily basis. Um, That's and- hella funny. It sounds like it's just like people who they have their own personal interests. It's not that they're actually against it. It's just they're going to... Yeah, they're just like, yeah. Who haven't gotten their cut. It's basically yeah. what they're, what they're, what they're, who's opposing it. And then the people in East Oakland, uh, they're opposing it because they feel like the A's need to save East Oakland for some reason. But they they didn't do anything when the Raiders and the Warriors were trying to leave. It's like, why are the A's? They're not even leaving Oakland, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, they have to like, be the saviors. They have to be like the of police of Oakland sports or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then some think, or some don't know why the A's should have should get a discount on buying the land, or why they need the land at the Coliseum in order to make Howard Terminal work. Which I I kind of agree. Like, why do the A's need the land at Howard at uh, Coliseum to make Howard Terminal work? To me, that's kind of, that seems kind of misleading like i don't know exactly what why i'm sure it's a little bit more political but far beyond my yeah because because they don't even own that like like as far as i know like they have renderings but they don't own the land like they don't they haven't done the environmental report like it's still very preliminary like in if you look at the big picture of where they're at in the whole thing right like they're still like yeah it's great i know there's a momentum but like realistically until like I don't, until this report gets passed, like that's something, right? But until that gets passed, like we're still kind of in the same exact place we've been this whole time, right? Like, yes and no. So, <laughs> if you've been following, if you've been following, I feel like we've having this. I I feel like as an ace, uh, I you know I just following with ace. Like if, I remember Keith Wolf having a press conference in Fremont. Like oh shit, like that for me that was yeah. as official as it got. Like that was like oh. Like oh, it's done. But see, and so and so, there's a thing, right? There's a thing like where where you feel like a press a press conference is going to be an official thing, and they had a ton of them for San Jose and Fremont, yet nothing happened, right? Now they're like yeah. over here in Oakland, where they haven't had that many press conferences. They they've done their due diligence a yeah. little bit more. Like Dave's giving updates on Twitter, but he's not doing like the big exactly. Like, so just, just some so, renderings. <laughs> so here's here's the difference, right? Like. The reason why I say yes and no is because, yes, they've done 
a lot of work because maybe because that's as much they've done in Oakland, like to, to actually build something in the city of Oakland. This is actually, they've gone pretty far. You know, they, they've gone through all the proper, uh, the CEQA, uh, uh, what is that? The CEQA environmental things that they've done. They've done plenty of, of studies with the, with the, I feel like I, I sound like that doctor from the COVID-19 thing that they put on. Okay, Fauci. <laughs> no, no. No, uh, the save save the, save the but, but didn't like Sierra that. Club come out or didn't it's like didn't like some environmental group come out and be like whatever? I mean, I'm sure that's gonna happen. Only that's it's like Peter saying like they don't like something. I don't know. Exactly. So that's to, to me that's that's he, he like that's gonna happen, right? That's gonna happen, right? Like that's just gonna yeah, that's like part you're of you're gonna it, right? have that opposition and no matter where you build it, that's yeah, the yeah. Thing. Like, there's no gonna be opposition. Where you, yeah, for where sure. you build it, there's gonna be opposition. All you gotta do is just you know move forward with it and i think they're pretty close to actually moving forward with power terminal and i think i think it can actually be a reality um i would know, love it dude i would i would love riding my bike down to howard terminal and just watching the game and then riding back home like that'd be fantastic that would be that would be yeah. great that would be so cool they better have a lot of bike like parking the like they've come so far <laughs> in terms of stadium discussions to where they're gonna have a new stadium happening Howard Terminal, they, yeah. They spent, oh, they've, they've already spent over what is it? I mean, you don't quote me on this, but it's like two and a half to five mil on just studies and renderings and all this stuff. It's like, why would you spend they that? Could have set a couple of relievers for that, buddy, dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is, why would you spend so much money on that and thinking that this won't happen or just bullshit? I don't know. Maybe he has that much money. I mean, clearly they're taking it seriously and i just i have a lot of faith that it, it's gonna happen that that's just my my gut feeling. yeah I, the one thing that shook me though it's like i don't have insight into the ace front office or anything but like when chris giles left like i would think if you were chris giles and you were that close and it was that close he would have stayed because he would have wanted to be associated with that or does he want like or is he just an entrepreneur he wanted to start his own his deal was that more of it your buddies with him are, hey, like, I don't know, spill some knowledge on that. Like, what was that? Like, why would you leave if they're, if you're about to bring a stadium to Oakland and you're the COO, why would you leave the A's? You right there, too. I, mean, I don't it, know. It, it was just kind of weird. It was just, like, weird. To, like, I understand you want to start your own deal, but, like, like it, it, for me, it, like, optically, it's just, like, dude, they must not be close because if Chris Giles is leaving, then, like, that's, I don't know. And he was very well, open. But yeah, well, he was like he was like Cavill. He was like Cavill's like he was like number two of Doctor Evil. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he was like yeah. the number two, dude. Uh, yeah, but, uh, well, my, I mean, he's he's cool. He's very he's, he's smart, and he uh, yeah, I think he he kind of reinvented, you know, the whole how you buy tickets and season ticket holders type of thing. That that I I honestly think the reason why he left is because. He took his idea and ran with it almost, you know, like before it got to the point where every professional team. Like the A's uh, access model and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Before they dude, adopted. yeah, it got my family in the stadium, dude. I, yeah. Our family loved it, dude. Our family absolutely loved it, dude. My brother and my so dad use that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's very entrepreneurial minded. So I think that's why he did it. Like, I, honestly, I think that's what. That's what made him drive him. Like, it's like, you know what? I'm going to risk it. I'm just going to start my own thing. I mean, that's fucking kudos to him for doing that shit. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I figured. I figured it was just like, dude, he just felt like he had so much momentum, like personally, like, dude, I just need to ride this. But it's also like, if you're in it, like, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Like, I, 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 know, I had no insight, like I said, but like, yeah. But when you see a guy, you know, who's number two in the organization as far as, you know, face, face, like front facing, like leave when they're supposedly like have all this momentum going to a stadium. I don't know. But business happens. I mean, who knows? I, I don't really know what's going on. Well, you know, it's like it's business. So it's like, why the why the fuck are the Niners involved in bringing soccer to the damn Bay Area? It should be just some. I mean, I understand that they own the stadium, that they're trying to get people or trying to get the the World Cup. Well, dude, to that the, the dude who was uh, Al Guido, who's responsible for basically selling all the suites, he is now like the president of the team. So uh, that's what I'm thinking of. Like Chris Giles is like, why would you? Like, I, it's just weird. It's like, if there was, so I, my perception is that, like, Chris Giles sees this situation as, like, it's another logjam, but what, what do I know? And then uh, Corona just threw a whole nother, yeah. you know, like, COVID just threw a whole nother thing. In the, another ranch in the Rona, breath, Rona, running everything. <laughs> Every plan you had. Yeah. Bro. But. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, to tie it all together, I mean, is that pretty much it? I mean, it comes down to the stadium. Like, cause obviously, if they have a new stadium, they have new revenue. They can send new players. Is that is that the key for the A's is just to get this? But, like, what do you do in the meantime? You know, it's like this weird purgatory that they've been in for. Oh, there's a cat. There's a cat on the screen. That's my dog, Binks. Binks? Binks it, Binks it, bruh. Binks it, bruh. <laughs> Get him, motherfucker! Get him! Get him! No, but uh, no, but uh, it, it, does it pretty much come down? But also, it's like a long-term, ten to fifteen-year thing. So it's not like they can do it next year, you know? Like, how do my they- my personal my personal opinion is that that the power terminal thing set this thing back about a year. So I don't really mind waiting on. Um, the EIR coming out because obviously it's more important issues going on right now. Um, I also think that if you're if you're a city council member or the mayor, you should have at least one appointed council member or appointee that is actually because you don't want to you don't want to be weighing on this. You know what I mean? You, you, so you want to like keep working on it in the backside in the back burner type of thing. And there's there's also more important things going on, so you worry about that as well. Um, I also I also think that once the stadium is filled, or if they don't get it done, I think what's going to happen is they're going to John Fish is probably going to sell, and I think he's going to sell. This is my opinion. I don't know if it's true or not. Ooh, here, think, you're going to hear first on the Rick Henderson podcast, folks. Yeah, Jorge's about I, I to drop I'm, some insider I, knowledge, I, baby. I, I will buy you I a few Fisher, bottles of the Sabins. <laughs> I think Fisher is going to sell the team as soon as Howard Terminal is built or it's announced that it's being built. Like within that, he's going to squeeze every single money off it. Because how much are they worth right now? I don't know. know. I, I, let's see. I wonder if Forbes. Uh, I think Forbes always does like team evaluations so, or something. They're pretty valuable. I'm just gonna now, throw it now, out. Now, and then now, now imagine a new. I, I wonder how much you bought them for. How much? I wonder how much. So, uh, just a quick Google search. I just saw right now, April 2020. They're valued at 1.1 billion. 
So. Oh my god. So let's right. see how much you bought them for. Uh, how much? For four hundred million, I think. Pass the wild card. Imagine them in Oakland with a new stadium, and then you sell it. Yeah, one point one. You're making me drink, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> he bought it for a dude. Okay. Uh, for four hundred, right? Four hundred. Well, uh, well, I'm reading an article. Like, uh, this is the first thing I just saw on Google. It says, back in 2005, Fisher and Wolf purchased the A's for $180 million. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yep. So that's like, so $180 <sighs> to $1.1. They've made, he's made $920, like he's made $920 million in 15 years. That's crazy. And he can't pay his minor leaguers, dude. <laughs> Bye, Jorge. And this has been a great episode. No. Jorge I have to go get another bottle for this shit. Jorge man. has left the chat. I can't believe this shit, man. I actually did not know it was. I figured, wow, I did not know. $920 million he's made in 15 years. Good for John Fisher. And the thing man, is, this is why it's that. so Yeah, frustrating. fuck that motherfucker. I know. <laughs> No, you know what? Hustle. Hustle on, bro. I mean, I can't say, I mean, like, it's business. Like, there's a reason why they're billionaires because they don't give a fuck. It's like they cut, they, like, every single dollar matters. There's a reason, like, like, yeah, they don't even, they don't even look at minor leaguers as human beings. You know, it's like, there's just another names on a list. You know, it's, it sucks. But these are baseball owners, dude. These are baseball owners, dude. And they're, it's. There's a reason why we don't own teams. <laughs> we don't have a billion dollars. One day. One we don't day have souls. Baby. Yeah, because we, we have souls. That's why. <laughs> my baby girl's going to own a team. She's going to own the A's. Watch. Just need Marshawn to jump into the A's and just jump in there. <laughs> Marshawn or Steve or uh, what's his name? Uh, Who's the richest Oaklander? Who's the richest what's his guy? Name? Curry? His last name is Curry. What's his name? What's his first name? No. <laughs> Dude, honestly, you know what I've been thinking? Like, now that uh, – well, I think, like, I think last time we talked about how Kanye, like, has a Yeezy gap. But, like, you know, Kanye is friends with Elon Musk. Why don't we just get Elon Musk in here, the richest mother – like, that guy's worth so much goddamn money. He's, he, like a, stadium? He, he could be like a Steve – he could be like a Mark Cuban where it could be, like – this would be, like, a fun experiment. Like, he'll just pour hella money into it and see if they can win some titles. But, like, make them fun. Like, I could totally see Elon Musk, like, buying the A's and just being like, hey, you know what? I'm going to make them sick as fuck and just for fun, you know? <laughs> I know that's, like, a total pipe dream, but that – I I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I, think I think it's closer than you think. Like, Elon that's Musk cool. would actually do that just because it's so absurd. He's like, oh, oh I'm going to own a baseball team now. And I'll, what if I made them really, really good? Just for fun. He, he, you know, honestly, he'd be like a Mark Cuban, in my opinion. That's what I, I think he would, too. I honestly think he would energize. Like, he would just experiment and be like, oh, what's, like, some fun? Like, dude, what if you put Elon Musk genius behind the ace? That would be fucking crazy. Like, why not? This, mother, this motherfucker would replace every player's brain to, for some reason, <laughs> communicate through in the inside. You don't even you need catcher signals anymore. They'll come back and be like, oh, in 2024, the A's were fucking doing chip implants and then it would be a che- cheating scandal. You can see this <laughs> motherfucker's brain, like, right there, like, transparent. It'll be, it'll be a chip. It'll, it'll read the fastball, tell you, and then the relay, by the time the ball gets to you, it'll say fastball or curveball, and, like, you know, that's where we're at, dude. 
We're gonna have cyborg baseball players. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Elon's not good for the game then. Pre-robotic right, players. But like, who would you guys want to own the A's? Who would you guys want to see to own the A's? Who would be like a fun, or like who would be like a good, like say say John Fisher sells the team tomorrow? Who would you want to see the A's go to? Steph Curry. Steph, because he loves Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. I would like Mark Cuban, honestly. Mark yeah. Cuban, yeah, because he like cares about like the right. He gets it. Like he, he gets the community aspect. He gets the player aspect. He will pay you the money. He gets it. To me, like I feel like that's the ultimate honor. Yeah, like he he knows like, like yeah, you do want to win championships, but it's all I, I don't know. Like yeah, you actually yeah, you want to win championships. That's what it's all about. Like in a good culture it's and like, a, it's a winning tradition. Like he gets it. Yeah, because, like, you know, most uh, baseball owners are really exposed. It's like, they're about the bottom line, you know? I'm like, that's yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And I, what about you, Jorge? Who who should buy the eight? If, say, Fisher sells the team, who who should buy him, dude? I'd say uh, Steph Curry and Aisha Curry. Or, uh, get some healthy or, food uh, options <laughs> or whatever. Or uh, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, we got the, we got the, 10-minute warning again from Zoom. God damn it. <laughs> damn. a Zoom sponsorship, honestly. This For episode real, is brought to you by Zoom. Zoom now and give Johnson. us 20 minutes free, bitch. Yeah, what were you? Zoom and Wild Turkey. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I, man. Think, I think Elon would be cool because I feel like he's such stupid rich and, like, he has, like, this weird, like, uh, like, oh, this would be a fun experiment too, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. That would, and he's in the Bay Area. Like, dude, why not? Like, well, let's He'd be like a, a Charlie Finley, but like, just yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but like, rich. dude, like if, like, say he did, like, yeah, say he brought us to Mars and he won us a World Series. That'd be that'd be hilarious. Like the like, what do you feel about an actual like robotic rabbit who can do everything in the world? Fuck. <laughs> that's true. I, I never mind. I want him. Yeah, he'll he'll change baseball. He'll just like have like robotic pitches and shit like that. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Well, is there anything else? We only got like eight minutes and forty seconds, guys. What else do you guys want to chop it up about? What else you guys got? So much shit to say, man. What's burning? What's I'm the burning? Time. What's burning inside of you guys? You know what grinds my gear? What, <laughs> what grinds your gear? We're six games into the A season. Uh, let me pull up the standing. I don't even know how everybody else is doing here. Let's see how. We are tied with Houston right now. Let's see. So, man, that whole Dodgers Astros thing—that was so fun, man. That was hilarious. I love baseball. It's so old timey and like, oh, we're gonna fight with Houston. We gotta stick up for. Our... I don't know. It's so funny, dude. Everything in their uniforms and shit. <laughs> Dude, that Joe Kelly Word. face though he like literally acted like that was like a child that was like a he, was like, me, 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 me. <laughs> he made the faces oh man that shit was I loved fun. it 
Yeah, so the A's and the Astros three and three. Angels are two and three. Rangers are two and three. Mariners one and four. Oh, the poor Mariners! The poor Mariners. The A's have to go to Seattle and just take care of business. What happened to the Mariners? Remember how good they were like twenty years? Like it was like, oh man, I, I it was never. What happened to the Mariners, bro? All I know is that they've had an owner who has never been to a home game ever. Really? really? Yeah, well, he, he's the dude who owned, what was it, um, Nintendo or? Let's shame this dude right now. Who is this guy? Mariners. Like, Jeff, Jeff Smullian. Sure. No, it's like, it's like a. George Aragagos? Like someone who, like, who you know, he me. lives in Japan <laughs> and he's never been to a, like a home game ever. Who changed my name to Nina's mom again? <laughs> I, th- I thought you did that. Yeah, we're on Zoom, and Jorge is just Nina's mom. Before he was Yo Mama, now he's Nina's mom. Michelle's <laughs> hacking you. Unless you For real. Say. Yeah. I got to look this up. What else? What else? Oh, so got? you know what grinds my gears? Yeah, what else grinds your gears? <laughs> Give me your two cents, dude. What's your two cents? Okay, the fact that, like... <laughs> The fact that, like, why is all American sports so, like, I don't know how to say that. Jorge's about to give a hot, piping hot take. I can see the steam (laughs) coming out. It's about to be a hot take. You may need another link after this, just FYI. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, you see, okay, you see, you see every sport around the world, mostly soccer. Um, they they say thank you to the to the fans, thank you to the Except front line for workers, the essential workers. What'd you say? I said except for soccer. Except for soccer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have they have like banners that hang out that hang and like say thank you fans, we miss you fans, blah blah blah. Yeah. Out here, we rather sell these advertisements. We rather sell it to the corporations and. And fuck everyone else. And yeah, you gotta buy a Walgreens and shit. <laughs> but hey, guess what? You could buy a cut cardboard cutout for eighty nine dollars. Okay, yeah. that's because we missed you so much that I want you to pay. It's it's ridiculous to me, in my opinion. It's just so ridiculous. And yeah, because just... basically what it comes down to is these thirty two rich ass dudes who are just ruling the game. You know, it's and they're just like. But, the, but not not only them, it's also the commissioner and the the staff. You think you can't really? Dude, yeah, Rob Manfred box? has been a hella exposed. Like that's what's hella. Dude, I love NBA Twitter because like uh, I think today they announced like the bubbles had two straight weeks or two straight days. I forget what it was of zero positive tests. Like the bubble's working, so everybody's like praising Adam Silver, and then everybody's like, "Oh, Rob Manfred's an idiot!" Like it just immediately because the NBA Twitter is hilarious. Like. That's the thing is like this could have been baseball summer, dude. Like people were starving for sports, dude. Like if they figure their shit out, like if they were like in Arizona or whatever, like dude, we could have like they could like I I don't want to put any like this is a whole nother. We got four minutes left, but like, <laughs> but you know, like dude, this could have been based like there was nothing else happening, and they started pretty much at the same time as everybody else. Like, why isn't baseball on every network right now? Because there's games on every day, like because there's too much. Like, like people are like, dude. For the a couple of days ago, I was trying to find a WNBA stream because I want to. Like, there's like there's so much competition, dude. Like, I was trying to find Sabrina Ionescu's game and stuff. Like, like you know, there's like comp. Like, people want to. 
Like, there's just so much hunger for sports now. Sports, like, yeah. Like, and they had, like, this two-month window where, I don't know, they just – or at least a month. Like, June could have been theirs. I really think June could have been theirs. It's ridiculous because because yeah. baseball could have easily just – if they're going to play without fans, they could have easily had a bubble in the East, the West, and the South. Well, they already have facilities. Like you have an Arizona league and a Florida league. Like it's already done. Like they already do it. Like it, they already but, but have they, the infrastructure. Like they, it's yeah, crazy. But then you know? had you would have the Midwest yeah. and the South. Like you would actually, you could actually just have all the teams in California play each other. All the teams. Yeah, in, I, I think I think they, I think the smart thing would be like a two, like fifteen teams in Arizona, fifteen teams in Florida, and then some sort of playoff system, and then eventually they meet like in a. I don't know. Like, they could have figured, like, I, I just feel like. It's just, simple. It could have been yeah. simpler. It could have been very much so simpler. Know, like, like, they really could have, like, baseball could have owned the summer, but they fucked it up. And now it's just another sport. You know, they really fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All right. I'm probably just going to end it here so we can still BS afterwards for at least a couple minutes. But, uh, uh, anything else that grinds you guys' gears? Anything else uh, got you, Peter Griffin? Or no? Keep the teeth <laughs> open. That's my thing. Uh, I'm already pissed. All right, all right. But hey, three and three, the A's. Uh, thanks so much to Jorge Leon and Anson Casanares for this talk on the Ricky Henderson podcast. Sure. Great episode. And yeah, that's what's great about baseball. There's another game tomorrow. So <laughs> one love. All right, take care, guys. Go A's. All right, and thanks again to Jorge and Anson for that lively discussion. Uh, if you guys made it this far, appreciate it. You know, one day I'll probably pay for Zoom, so get through the forty more than 40 minutes without having to jump off the session. But <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I don't know. It's really it's great to hear their passion and just how much they care. Like, you know, like Ace fans, yeah, obviously there's not a lot of them, but they really do care. And Jorge's really been um, at the forefront of this whole stadium. Well, maybe not the forefront, like, legislatively, but he's really had his finger on the pulse of this uh, stadium situation for the past few years. And nobody wants to see a stadium built in Oakland more than Jorge Leon. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, I really think it all comes down to that, the future of the team. So, We'll see how long it takes for them to figure that out. But, yeah, anyways, got something really special cooking up for Monday. Going to be going worldwide. Going to be going international, talking to some friends from Brazil about why they love the A's. And also the athletic reporter, Pedro Mora, uh, gave some great insight of the situation in baseball in Brazil and why the game isn't really growing there that much. So, who knows? We've got some more interviews uh, in the wheelhouse. I'm trying to keep it going, you know. So keep uh, stay tuned to Twitter and Instagram on at Ricky Blog. And thanks again to Anson Casanaris and Jorge Leon for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. All right, take care, and we'll see you in a few days for the next episode of the GOAP.